The keys to a victory for the Cowboys in Lubbock, Texas, preview and predictions of the Big 12 slate, and a little college football playoff talk, all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Lockdown Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan, You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. We're going to talk about some keys to victory against Texas Tech. And I think the first thing we need to start with, most importantly in my book, is do not get trapped by this game. Do not look ahead to Bedlam. Do not focus on college football playoffs. Don't look at what is to come. Focus on this weekend, on this game, on Texas Tech in Lubbock at a night game. It's got a lot going against us. So I think very most important is just do not fall victim to a trap game this late in November. Now, Oklahoma State is 10.5 point favorites, and I think... The key to victory for Oklahoma State, or one of, is to stop Donovan Smith, their freshman dual-threat quarterback. He's just getting going late in this year. He hasn't been starting leading up to this game, but he does have. we do finally have some film on Donovan Smith. Last week, he found nine different receivers. He went 25 for 32, 322 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and 50 yards on the ground against Iowa State. So the guy can move. He can find his wide receivers. He's He did a really good job last week quarterbacking for Texas Tech. He works through his progressions, so the defense is going to have to cover well, I think. We've spent a lot of time talking about the pass rush and the run defense, but this might be the game that we talk a little bit more about the secondary and There is a lot of veterans in that secondary. I think that's going to pay off against Texas Tech, but he does. He works through his progressions well. We're going to have to cover well on the back half of the football field. It's not the first time that we're getting a fairly rare player at quarterback. We've seen some young stars at the quarterback position. We're going to see some more. Like I said, going forward, we're not going to talk about it just yet, but it's not the first time that we've seen somebody Uh, fresh off the bench, kind of figuring everything out. So I think part of slowing Donovan Smith down is going to be keeping him on his toes, getting some sacks on him. Of course, Oklahoma State defense leads college football in sacks right now. So I think if we can keep that going, get some pressure on him, and he can. He can make plays on the move. He can tuck it and run. He is not scared to do it. So and he's a big boy too. Like he he's um six foot four, I think. So he's not he's not scared to run the football. And I think it's gonna be crucial that we keep him on his toes, but but more nervous than just playing, you know, on a whim. I want him to be scared. So keeping him on his toes, getting some sacks on the quarterback. I expect 
uh, Texas Tech to have a driver two per usual. Jim Knowles will figure it out and and figure out the way to shut them down. I, I do believe that happens. I think Jim Knowles kind of gives leeway a little bit to start games just to see how offenses feel comfortable and what they like to do. And then he goes, okay, this is how we're going to shut that down. It's one of the things I really like about Jim Knowles is he's able to pivot a game plan or kind of customize it as the game is going. I think we see a little bit of that this weekend against Texas Tech. Next up, get Jalen Warren going. I don't know that this hasn't been a key yet this season. Of course, we didn't know what we had with Jalen Warren the first two games of the season, but once we figured out the workhorse running back that he could be, it has been a game plan week in and week out to get Jalen Warren the football and get him going. The Red Raiders held ISU's Brees Hall under 100 yards last week in the upset win. I think we definitely have to get 100 yards on the ground if Jalen Warren does get 100-plus yards on the ground. I think this win is a pretty sure thing for us. Right now, he's averaging about five yards per carry. Earlier in the season, Texas Tech had some breakdowns in their run defense, but as of late, they've been playing a lot better, playing a lot better up front, getting stops early. So it'll be interesting to see if Jalen Warren can get going against them. He's a really ground-and-pound type running back. We've seen him not be able to go down on first contact. And he doesn't lose any momentum if he get, if they stop him early. If you give him the ball again, he has no problem looking for the hole and making a big breakaway. So he doesn't have that mental block that happens if he gets stopped early. Our offensive line will need to be on their A game. They've been playing really well, meshing really well. You can tell that there's some chemistry being built there. You all know how strongly I feel about offensive lines and how important they are to game plans. So it's great to see that happening, and I think that they're going to have to have a fantastic game on Saturday. I think they can have that fantastic game, and it may be a game won in the trenches. You know, our offensive line versus their defensive line, and their offensive line versus our defensive line. We have a fantastic pass rush. Their offensive line is going to have to show up. When I say our offensive line needs to have an A game, theirs needs to have an out-of-body experience type of A game to keep our pass rush intact. So Vegas shows this is going to be a shootout. Can the defense prove prove themselves once again? The starting defense hasn't allowed a touchdown in three games. The two touchdowns against TCU were in the fourth quarter, one against some backups. You know, we had some backup defense in. We didn't need our starters in at that time because we had such a significant lead. By the way, I love that play call. I love that situation for our starters to get some rest heading into part of the toughest part of our season. So one of them came against backups. The other was a fumble recovery for touchdown. So obviously that's not against our defense. The starters are playing absolute lights out defense right now. And we talk about staying humble. Don't get trapped in this game. Don't you know, don't let this game be one that you're looking ahead of. But I don't feel like our defense has a big head at all. I don't feel like they need to be humbled. I feel like they still feel like they need to prove something. I feel like our defense knows that they're the a top three defense in this country and they want to prove it. So I don't think that they need to be humbled at all. I think they know exactly where they stand and they're trying to prove themselves so maybe that's just a narrative coming from a fan perspective. You know, we I, I always say that I don't ever want to fall victim to a trap game. So 
I, but I do believe this defense knows how good they are, but they still know that they have some to prove. So keys to victory to summarize, to, to just recap everything, get to Donovan Smith, keep him on his toes, get Jalen Warren going and play absolute shutdown defense that you have been playing all season. Next up, the Big 12 slate of games, preview and predictions. But first, if you're serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. Maiden's cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs and probably some of your favorite tailgaters for their barbecue. Maiden products are built to last and they come with a lifetime guarantee. The best thing about their cookware is how well it distributes heat both on the stove and in the oven. Right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to MadeInCookware.com backslash Locked On and use promo code Locked On for 15% off your first order. That's MadeInCookware.com slash Locked On. Use promo code Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Big 12 weekly predictions. We all know how much fun Big 12 football is. It's been an absolute battering ram. Everybody beats everybody else. So it's been a really fun competitive season of college football for the Big 12. This week we have Texas at West Virginia. Texas lost Bijan Robinson for the season with an elbow injury. And with it, really, I think, any breath of hope. They're clearly struggling from a... Man, I don't know how to... I don't want to put this in, like, the wrong term. But from a mentality standpoint, I feel like Texas is really struggling. They feel kind of zombie-like dead man walking right now. They're just kind of ready for the season to be put behind them. West Virginia has lost two straight... Both teams are still trying to become bowl eligible. West Virginia is a three-point favorite. I'm going to take West Virginia with a 31-21 to 21 point victory. I just think Texas is so inside their own minds right now. The coaching situation doesn't seem great. I mean, just from every standpoint, it's... It's messy in Texas, and it, it's toxic, and it, and it feels yucky. So I'm going to take West Virginia to uh, beat Texas this weekend, 31-21. to 21. Next up, Kansas at TCU. TCU is a 21-and-a-half-point favorite, even, even coming off the win against Texas. I'm not sure Kansas gets any kind of streak going. By the way, the funniest part about that win is the kid who caught the two-point conversion is now doing an Applebee's commercial about how he you should always go for two because they have that, like two for whatever special at Applebee's. I just think that's fantastic. I'm so glad that college kids are getting to make some money off of their own name, but I digress. TCU got kicked in the teeth last week by our Oklahoma State Cowboys and are looking for a get-right game. It almost feels unfair to have a get-right game against Kansas, but for TCU it'll work out, and I think they get it done 41-20. to Baylor at Kansas State, I think it's going to be a really fun game. Baylor is hot after beating Oklahoma. Kansas State, though, they've been consistently not bad all year. I mean, they've kind of been an under-the-radar team in terms of Big 12 play, and I, I'm not sure that they deserve to be. 
They're both coming off wins. It's at home for the Wildcats, and I think the Wildcats get it done. I think it's going to be a really close game. So give me 24-21 to 21, Kansas State. And then the big kahuna, Iowa State at Oklahoma. First of all, can we talk about Matt Campbell's weird answer to the question about making the Big 12 championship being the goal for the team? And he was like, that was never my goal. Excuse me? That wasn't your goal? Can you imagine hearing that as a recruit? Oh, your goal is not to do the one thing that we're supposed to do and win the Big 12 championship? That's in, that's. I, he tried to spin it, so it sounded like he's like, I just want our players to play the best they can. But I, I don't know. Hearing that as a player or as a potential player, I don't know that I can get behind that. Anyway, Oklahoma, three and a half point favorites. I think whichever team gets their run game going first is looking at the wind. And maybe more so than the run game is the run defense. So whichever team's run defense shows up first is the favorite I'll have to win. If Kalen Williams can get the ball going through the air, though, Iowa State may have to decide which part of the game to slow down. I do think Oklahoma comes out with a win, but I don't think it's a pretty one. 34-27, to 27, Oklahoma. I will dive into Oklahoma State at Texas Tech predictions on tomorrow's episode. I just wanted to cover uh, the Big 12 slate real quick. And next up, we're going to talk some college football playoff but first, Bet Online got a makeover with a whole new look to start the basketball season, but it's still the number one place for all your football and basketball action this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Basketball, baseball, football, NFL coaching staffs. Head to the new website or mobile app and use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Remember to use promo code Locked On to receive your welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, so I know I just a little bit ago did like a 10 minute diatribe on not looking ahead too far, but that's exactly what I'm about to do is look ahead. So we're looking at the college football playoff rankings, the race, how it stands now. Again, I know what I said. You don't have to remind me, but we're going to talk about it. So I'm looking at some of the teams ranked ahead of us and their matchups this weekend, what we can expect to come from it from a college football playoff committee standpoint. Of course, Oklahoma State right now is ranked at number nine in the college football playoff rankings. The first game we're going to look at, Michigan State, who is ranked at number seven, at Ohio State, who's ranked at number five. Both of these teams are nine and one. Ohio State is a 19-point favorite. 19 points! <laughs> That's insane. Kenneth Walker keeps Michigan State in this game. By the way, fantastic running back. Super mesmerizing to watch. I think I think he keeps Michigan State in this game, but Ohio State's offense proves to be a little bit too much for Michigan State's defense. Ohio State gets the win, but not by 19, 45 to 38 Ohio State. That one will be interesting to see what the results bring towards for like a college football playoff standpoint. It'll be interesting to see if a Michigan State loss or Ohio State loss matters enough to knock them behind us since they're both in front of us already. You know, the committee's already said they don't watch games, so it'll just depend on what the box, or, box score says. 
Next game, Alabama, who's ranked at number two at Arkansas. Alabama is 9-1 and one and is a 21-point favorite. They have a great run defense. They convert hella third downs, which is mesmerizing to watch. Now, Arkansas has a really good third down defense, but I don't know that it's good enough to stop Alabama. This game should be Alabama's game, but if they fall into a trap and Arkansas's offense gets rolling, it could become a problem. I'm not going to call this game the upset of the weekend, but I'm not not saying that it might be the upset upset of the weekend. And for that reason, I'm not going to give it a score. I think Alabama probably wins, but I do feel like there's a chance that Arkansas really shows up on Saturday. The next game, final game I'm going to look at is Oregon, who's ranked at number four at Utah. Utah is a three-point favorite, so this is the game where it's a high-ranked opponent and they are still an underdog. Oklahoma State is used to that. We have been here before. Oregon is also 9-1, and one, but they have a trend of losing in November. These key losses that have happened several years in a row when Oregon is a contender and then having a silly loss in November. I think it continues. Utah has a monster run game who were given a bit of a rest day last week in preparation, and their defense leads the Pac-12 in sacks. I think Utah gets it done, and whether it's because Oregon is cursed in November or they're looking too far ahead, whatever it is, I do think Utah, with the home field advantage, gets it done. Now, like I said, of course, who the hell knows what any of the wins or losses will mean to the college football playoff committee. They've already said they don't watch games. Not verbatim, but he might as well have come out and said we don't care what the final score is. We care about the box score and metrics and who's taller. I don't know. Who's sm- who, who wears the cologne we like? For all we know, that might be part of the criteria. So we won't know what any of these wins or losses mean until Tuesday when the new rankings come out. But they are games I'm paying attention to to see what you know what some future competition may look like. None of it matters if we don't come out of Lubbock, Texas with a win. So, back to my one week at a time. I did have to flash forward just a little bit. I'm not going to do that very often. I am very steadfast in this. We have to just just keep winning. I'm not going to sing I'm not going to sing this song from Finding Nemo or you know to the tune of, but in in my heart, in my heart of hearts I'm singing the song. I'm just not going to do it on mic. But we do. We just have to keep winning one week at a time. And this week it happens to be against Texas Tech in Lubbock, Texas. We need to come out of that game with a win and then we can look forward. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Next, go listen to your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!